You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Thanks for making us your first listen as they're on their way to fight for the Lombardi Trophy. They're going to be going to Los Angeles. We're going to start with a little bit of news. We, we know when the Bengals will be arriving in L.A., at least what day they'll be arriving in L.A. We've got some injury updates. The Bengals did not practice on Wednesday, but they did release an injury report as if they would have practiced because that's required. We're also going to talk about our mindset watching this team, what we believe the team's mindset is going into this game, and then touch on some of the interesting narratives. Because I think there are a lot of pretty cool stories. Like we don't get the 49ers-Bengals rematch story, but that doesn't mean there aren't cool stories going into this game and, and stories to watch in the next week and a half. James, let's start with that injury update. The Bengals didn't practice today, but did put out an injury report. They did. CJ Uzama, let's start there because that's all eyes on him. Um, two things. Was spotted. Jack Collinsworth posted this on his Instagram story. And thank you, CJ, for sharing it. CJ Uzama spotted without a brace, getting his uh, photo taken in um, the Bengals jerseys. By the way, they're going to wear black jerseys, white pants. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Uh, orange stripes, orange socks. I was thinking off the dome there. I'm glad I was able to pull that one off. But Uzama taking photos, no brace, could mean nothing. But he wouldn't have practiced Wednesday if they did practice. Trey Hendrickson also wouldn't have practiced. So uh, certainly something to monitor there with the back. I think he'll be fine. I think it's more of a, a maintenance type thing for Hendrickson. But Uzama's the one, right, that we'll be monitoring throughout the week. I would be shocked. If he practices at all this week, why do it? Let him sit, let him sit, let him sit, rest, get him as much R&R as possible because you need him uh, hopefully uh, on February 13th. Um, those are the big two. Who am I missing? There's one more. Well, the, the note on Hendrickson I wanted to hit really quick is that he was listed with an illness. So presumably oh, not COVID. It, it was an illness. I, I don't know why I was thinking back. It was an illness. Good call. Well, his back is clearly still bothering him. It's probably why you're thinking that. There are shots of him going to the sideline in the AFC Championship game holding his back. He had to miss a snap late in the game. Uh, after the play where he chases down Patrick Mahomes for 15 seconds and forces Mahomes out of bounds late in the fourth quarter, he had to go out and miss a play because his back looked like it was seizing up on him. So it looks like that's still bugging him a little bit. He's not 100%, but today it would have been an illness. So hopefully that clears up for him quickly and is not COVID. I think he would be on the COVID list if it were COVID. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that he's listed with an illness, hopefully it's, you know, just a, a little bit of fatigue from flying back to Cincinnati One. or something like that. And isn't anything major. And the weather's been wild in Cincinnati. It was like warm yesterday. Today mm. it's it's raining and then there's going to be a snowstorm the next couple of days. So that's also something to monitor when the Bengals do practice. Yeah. Where do they practice? Do they practice inside? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll certainly keep you covered there. Um, and then I'll just run down the rest of the injuries. Cam Sample wouldn't have practiced with the groin. Uh, so that's something to monitor. Hopefully he can be good to go uh, by the time the Super Bowl rolls around. Uh, Stanley Morgan hamstring would have been limited. Josh Tupo would have been limited with the knee. And then... Wyatt Ray 
would have practiced, but dealing with some kind of ankle issue limited uh, or, or listed as a, a full participant if they would have practiced. And the same thing goes with Jackson Carmen, who did have a back issue, uh, but would have practiced in full. So uh, those are the, the injuries to monitor. But uh, honestly, I didn't even think about it. This giant snowstorm that's supposedly happening, like schools are already canceled. I know a lot of friends of mine are are working from home. So certainly something to, to monitor there. Um, and then the other thing, of course, is is when the Bengals travel. Um, and I might as well, I guess, just dive right into that. It'll be Tuesday. Tuesday, they're getting to Los Angeles. And uh, we'll be there by then. I don't even know when you're flying in, Jake. I know I'm flying in Monday morning. And uh, so Tuesday, I'll be there, hopefully taking some video for everybody uh, as the Bengals arrive in Los Angeles. I'll be there Sunday night. So there you go. Uh, I, there I'm you there go. a little bit early, but for me, I don't get the benefit of, of going east to west. I don't pick up the three hours on the flight. Uh, Stanley Morgan, the one I'm looking at here, just and and Tupo, I think those two Morgan's been limited, it feels like for like the entire playoffs and hasn't played. And so if with an extra week he can get his hamstring right, the Bengals did not activate Auden Tate. And so I assume they would have been more likely to activate Auden Tate, assuming he's healthy because they brought him off the IR and, and designated him to return. I assume they would have brought him back if, if there were fears that Morgan wouldn't play. Those two guys would have a similar role on offense in terms of playing on the run rundowns. And so I'm pretty optimistic that Stanley Morgan, maybe with this week gap that they feel good about. And, and I think Tupo this week becomes more important again, because the Rams are a team that's going to run the ball. So just looking at the injury report, those two guys, uh, a little bit of commentary there, but, but your point about the weather is actually quite interesting, James, you know, weather, usually a small talk topic where, yeah. you know, who cares? How's the weather? I don't want to talk to you. How's the weather, you know, but the, the snow thing is interesting because it's, it's going to be nice in LA. Have you looked at the weather for next week? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm bringing in my bathing suit. Yeah, like mid-70s, maybe high-70s all week. It's going to be beautiful. And, uh, you know, th th there's not going to be any concerns about snow. So it'll be really interesting, to your point, to see if they go up to UC and, and yeah. use that bubble and, and try to stay out of the elements a little bit. Because while it was relevant for the AFC side of the bracket, it won't be relevant for the Super Bowl. So, you know, if you ever were looking for an argument for an indoor practice facility, here you go. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Man. The Super Bowl is in warm weather, you know. And you're you're just feeding the Bengals to the wolves right now. No, uh, <laughs> I I I, to I I totally get it. And um, it, it'll be interesting to see. One is you see, are they equipped right now to host the Bengals? You know, are they doing something inside the indoor practice facility? Are they uh, doing some kind of construction? To I who knows? I have no idea. I'm just saying the Bengals haven't used it at all this season. Zero. Uh, that I'm aware of, and I'm with the team almost every single day. So I would imagine that this would be the first of it. The good news is, is again, the city's been well aware for the past couple of days uh, that th that there could be a big storm coming, and a lot of people have been preparing for it. So hopefully, they've contacted UC if they want to go that route. Um, but but that that's what stinks. I mean, the players still need to get to the facility. Yeah, you, you know, so like. That 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 alone, like if it's really bad, a lot of players live in northern Kentucky, people that are familiar with Cincinnati. Yeah, good luck trying to get to downtown 
to get on the buses or just to get to practice, you know, so uh, certainly something to monitor. Hopefully it just doesn't snow nearly as bad as everyone's expecting and doesn't get in the way of it. That that would be my thing. Cause the last thing I want is these dudes having to leave early or get less sleep or anything. Like you just overthink all of it. And it would just be an obstacle, an unnecessary obstacle that they would have to overcome. But we'll, uh, we'll keep you posted on that. The team can hire a company of snowplow drivers and use the snowplows as taxis for their players. That's, you, you, you pull out all the stops for the Super Bowl. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about related to practice, the Bengals are going out to LA a little bit early. They're going out on Tuesday. So they'll be there for presumably a full week of practice and mm-hmm. all the media stuff that, that James and I are going to be out there for. Um, and so they'll, they'll get their, their jet lag fix, uh, you know, from, from from Tuesday to Sunday, plenty of time to get acclimatized or whatever you want to say to, to the weather, to the yep. time difference because jet lag is a real thing. And so plenty of time for all that. And hopefully, you know, enjoy L.A. a little bit. Go, go to the beach maybe between between practices and enjoy some sun and they'll be ready for the game on Sunday. Yeah, Whatever you say, man, we, we might get a little time to enjoy the sun. You know what, Joe, you can get your tan on your vacation afterwards. And I'm sure he would say the same thing. You guys can soak up all the rays afterwards when they're bouncing off that Lombardi until then keep your ass in the playbook. No, I'm I'm kidding a little, but I'm also not. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make sense? Like, I'm kind of joking. Like I want you to enjoy yourself, but also football only. Yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure the team will be focused. <laughs> Speaking of how the team will be approaching this week, perfect segue, James, into the fan mentality, into the team mentality, into how the Super Bowl might feel differently to the players currently on this team than it feels to those of you listening at home and, and people that have been covering the team. We'll talk about the Bengals mentality for the Super Bowl coming up next. At least I make myself laugh. Now I have to tell you about GetUpside, the app that's gonna save you money every time you fill up at the pump because let's be honest gas prices they continue to rise well get upside is the free app you can download in the app store or google play right now on your smartphone and save money every time you fill up with promo code touchdown you're going to get 25 cents per gallon or more on your first deposit or your first fill up excuse me cash back that's simple up to 25 cents per gallon so is that 10 gallons, maybe you have a big truck, it's going to be more. It's it's free money. You can take advantage of it. You don't have to pay for the app. There's no subscription. There's no monthly fee. You just download GetUpside. You use promo code TOUCHDOWN, and you get up to $0.25 cents per gallon cash back that you can deposit directly into your PayPal account. You can deposit it directly into your bank account or turn it into an Amazon gift card, buy me something special. But make sure you download GetUpside and use promo code TOUCHDOWN. One other quick piece of news, James, before we dive into the mentality that just occurred to me, it was reported that the Rams will be keeping their home locker room. I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but there are two home locker rooms in SoFi Stadium. Stadium? Mm -hmm. I think stadium. And the the Chargers and the Rams both have home locker rooms. And that being the case, the Rams will keep their home locker room. The Bengals would use the Chargers home locker room. I don't think this matters at all. But I was initially really amused by the idea that the Rams would be using a visitor locker room and the Bengals would be using the Rams home locker room. That won't be the case, but it was for a second. It was kind of funny. No, I hate it. No, since since we're going to narrative. No, I hate it. I want them to use the visitor's locker room. 
I want them to be out of rhythm. I don't want them to drive to work like it's a normal Sunday and they're just yeah. playing a game at 3.30. So so I, I get it. I, it's Super Bowl and it's not going to matter when, when the ball's kicked off and you know, you're going to hear everybody say that and every player that's played in it. I know Brady told Burrow that earlier this week. I get all that. I understand it. At the same time, damn it, OBJ, I want you a little out of rhythm. Like, oh, I got to go left instead of right? I, I, I want that. And again, it might probably doesn't matter at all. When the Bengals get there, they get off the buses, they go into the locker room. It's not going to be any different to them, which locker room they're going into, but it would be kind of cool, especially if you could, uh, you know, win and then leave the Rams locker room smelling like champagne and it isn't even their champagne. That that's, that's kind of cool too, but that's the, you know, the, the savage in me talking. Yeah. That that's like some cutthroat stuff, but you know, that's the mentality <laughs> that, that you want to see from the Cincinnati me. Bengals in this game. And, yeah. and, and here's the thing, right? Like, if you've been a fan of this franchise for 30 plus years, you're probably sitting here thinking, man, it's really cool. They went to the Super Bowl. They have a chance to win the Super Bowl. It's really cool that they're doing it with this young team that's going to yeah. be here. It's going to come back. And I, I don't think the team is thinking that way. And I don't think I'm really thinking that way. Who was it? Was it Von Bell? last week talking about the present and being in the present. Cause he was, mm-hmm. somebody asked him a question about the future. I, I think this team needs to, and, and probably has largely adopted that mindset because yeah. they're, they're healthy. They are young, but, but they're, they're relatively very healthy. The Rams are too, by the way. And we talk about this. How many times have we talked about this when the Bengals haven't been in this situation, the teams that are healthy are the ones that advance. Mm-hmm. The ones that aren't yeah. really struck stricken by attrition are the ones that have a chance. And the Bengals have made the most of that opportunity. But along with that, you have these guys that have won. And the leadership of this team, I know some of the veterans that have been in Cincinnati for a while, Jesse Bates, Tyler Boyd, CJ Uzama, they, they, it's been longer for them. But Joe Burrow, these guys that came up from the Saints, Von Bell, Trey Hendrickson, Jamar Chase, these guys mm-hmm. are used to winning. And, yep. and I think that's a big reason that they are where they are. And, you know, you might look at this matchup. We're going to give some thoughts on the matchup, you know, at some point, obviously, before the game. Not going to get too far into it today. We have a week and a half before the game to talk about the the nitty gritty in the matchups. But, you know, it kind of comes down to, you know, would you rather have Joe? Would you rather have Stafford? And And when you think about the mentalities and where these guys have been lately, that's one reason that I think we can be confident that the team's mentality is where it should be. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I, I totally agree. I know uh, Sam Hubbard was on the, the part of my take podcast. And after that first playoff, win, uh, you know, we know what he said on the record, but off the record, he was like, yeah, we have more work to do. And Joe Burrow said that to Sam like right away. And um, look, I, I know they celebrated, but I, I think I, I'm at the stage of the week now and we're recording this on Wednesday night. Um, a full disclosure, Mo Egger is going to be on the, sh- the podcast tomorrow, excited about it from ESPN 1530. And when I was texting with Mo, he's a friend of mine, um, texting with him, I was like, can you believe they're in the Super Bowl? And he was like, no, I can't really believe it. And I was like, me neither, but I'm greedy. I, and I don't care if it's a bad matchup. And again, we'll dive into all of that. Or I don't care if, if the Rams are favored or anything. Like, I'm greedy. I want it. And so that's my mindset now. 
like it, it, whether the game is this Sunday or next Sunday or the Sunday after, or if it's played at Sandlot or whatever locker room, uh, whoever's performing at the halftime show. I'm actually excited about this halftime show, by the way. So that's exciting for me. I, you know, it doesn't matter. The point is, is like you, you mentioned it, 33 years. No one expected this this year. Okay. It is a young team. I don't give a damn because so many damn things can go wrong and we've seen it and we've seen it. And that's why it's been 33 years because the Bengals have gotten the quarterback right more than they've gotten it wrong over that span, believe it or not, because the past two decades, essentially, they've had a decent or better quarterback and it, it's still been tough. So to me, and I get it, Joe's different and this isn't about Joe, but you're here. And I think he's going to sense that he's going, you know, and this team is going to feel that. And I hope so, because it's going to be really, really damn hard to beat the Rams. It's not going to be easy. Sean McVay got his ass kicked by Bill Belichick, uh, you know, in Super Bowl. What was it? 53. It would be 53, I believe. Um, either way, got his ass kicked, scored three points. This offensive whiz kid that got all these guys, including Zach Taylor, hired. And it was insane. He's not going to want it, that to happen again. And so it's going to be really tough. But uh, since you are here, you might as well win it. And there is a, a tweet that Joe Burrow put out there in like 2014 that said that this week. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit. It was, uh, you know, might as well win it or, or might as well win it all or something like that. And I think that'll be their mindset going into this one for sure. And, and that's that mentality that Joe Burrow brings this team that I think has permeated the entire team is yep. this expectation, you know, yeah, you and Mo can't believe it. I maybe can't believe it. You know, it's a little surreal to Bengals fans. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. You ask Joe Burrow, is this surreal for you? He says, no, mm -hmm. it's exciting. Mm -hmm. And that was a question he was asked. Uh, I don't remember if it, I don't remember if it was after the game or when it was. You asked yeah, that it was question? me after the game. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's right. And then I and, asked him about his cool ass necklace that only winners wear. Because if you're a loser, you can't wear that. Keep going. Yeah, he took some heat for for those comments apparently about the did he? Real, yeah. Yeah, some some people got mad. Uh, doesn't oh, matter. Losers. The, the the point is is that to him it's not surreal. To mm -hmm. him, why why not? You know yeah. this this why not us thing that they did all year and and aren't doing anymore. And and you know in his mind the the history of the Bengals he knows it exists, but he wasn't part of it, right? Mm -hmm. And so we've Most talked of these about guys this. Weren't. Yeah, yeah, and we've talked about this the last. I don't know, three, four weeks now, maybe longer. All these guys don't have the history that you do. You, listener, they don't have that history that you do mm -hmm. with this team. That That's not part of their minds. They're aware of it, but that's not like, they're not thinking about that at all. They're thinking we're winners. Why can't we win? Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't we win? Why, why is it a surprise to people that we're here? Why are people talking about the Bengals like Joe Joe Burrow talking to Tom Brady, Tom Brady talking about Cincinnati's a place that's been tough to win. Mm -hmm. He's not wrong, but Joe Burrow doesn't know that. Why does Joe Burrow care about that? When he got yeah. there, they started winning. Yeah, he, he well, he just yeah, it's downright. He just doesn't care, right? And and I think a lot of these guys, the the good part about the Bengals locker room is you have those those guys that are. In, in Burrow said it, I think, after the Titans game. He's like, well, we're just going out there playing football with our friends and having fun, right? Meanwhile, on the other side, all these veterans, and, and some on offense, but mostly on defense, these are veterans that have been trying to get here and trying and trying. And ask Trey Hendrickson what it was like to get his tail kicked in in the second half last year against Tom Brady 
and the Buccaneers after beating them twice in the regular season as a member of the Saints. Ask Von Bell what it was like to be on the losing end of the, the Minnesota Miracle, right? It, it, you know, in, in all of these things. And so now that you are here, holy crap, dial in because there's one more. And if, and if you win one more, then it doesn't matter what happens next year or the year after or the year after because you did it then. And you can always go back to that. And you're forever etched in history as a champion. And that's like the, the opportunity that you have to seize now. It doesn't matter the line. It doesn't matter who's betting. It doesn't matter who you're playing. It does. You have 60 minutes. And that's the fun part. That's the exciting part for me. Because it, what you do with those 60 minutes completely changes history, regardless of what happens next year or the year after or the year after for so many uh, obviously the organization and the team, but the, the fan base and, and, you know, so many people, not just across the country, but across the world. And I think that in addition to that, what they do can shape their future. And I think that's one of the stories. And there are a lot of stories we haven't even talked about. We haven't mentioned Andrew Whitworth's name on this podcast yet, or Sean McVay, Zach Taylor connection. There are a lot of stories Ooh. in this game that I think they're talking about too. And we'll talk about some of those narratives that are going to be really fun in this game coming up next. I just mentioned betting and betting lines. Well, if you're going to bet on the big game, you need to go to betonline.net. Did you hear me? If you're going to bet, go to betonline.net because they have you covered with all of the props, all of the odds, all of the lines ahead of the big game where the Bengals are trying to make history and etch their name into the record books and win that first Super Bowl. They've been to two. This is their third appearance. The Rams have been to five, uh, or this will be their fifth appearance, and they've won one. The Bengals trying to even uh, that out. So maybe you think the Bengals are going to win. You can wager at betonline.net, or they have you covered not just for football. They got you covered pro and college basketball. They got you covered boxing, UFC, all of your betting needs in one spot. Betonline.net. Betonline where the game starts. This episode of Locked On Bengals is also brought to you by Rock Auto. And there's a lot of kinds of cars out there. It seems like there's something new every year. There are new cars every year. And your chain auto parts store that you go to never has everything you need. So if you're going to just go to a store who's going to order in parts for you, why, why have the middleman? Why pay more? Go to rockauto.com, either on your computer at home or on your phone in your pocket. And Find the parts you need for your car, truck, and, and get them directly. And don't spend that 30, 50, 100% markup for the same parts that you can get from Rock Auto. We always like to talk about the, the fuel pump, 353 bucks from a chain store, 216 from rockauto.com. Saves a lot of money, and they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers like you for over 20 years. So go check out the reliably low prices. They're great. For everybody, there's no different rates depending on your occupation. See all the parts available for your vehicle, right? Locked on in your how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. James, what is your favorite story going into this game? Because honestly, there's so many good ones to choose from, but I want to know what your favorite is before... Before I talk about some of mine, it isn't Zach Taylor and Sean McVay. So let's get that one out of there. Um, I, I think it's cool. I think that's awesome. Um, you know, and, and that's going to be the one that's probably talked about the most, but it's probably for me, 
It isn't the Andrew Whitworth Bengals connection either, even though I think that's going to be the, the favorite for a lot of them. I think it's this weird LSU vibe that that's going to be there because it's LSU versus LSU. It's like LSU West versus LSU North. Um, you got Andrew Whitworth, right? 06 drafted. OBJ. I'm sure I'm going to miss some of these LSU players. But Odell Beckham Jr. was giving out dollar not dollar, but giving out money to LSU players after Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow went 15-0 and and beat up on Clemson in the national championship game. I saw a video of Odell Beckham Jr. He was so turned up, and that's how I'm going to leave it and leave it there and not speculate anything else. He was trying to post up Carl Malone, the NBA legend, and, well, it, it didn't work. It was so funny. I don't know if anybody's seen that video. Um, but there's that, right? It's like Jamar and Joe, and I'm not saying they're tight with OBJ because I don't necessarily think they're tight, but Odell was so ecstatic and like a child, like so many Bengals fans would be, right? If the Bengals were were to win when Burrow and Chase won a national title. And now a couple of years later, they're going head to head for the ultimate prize. And it's going to completely change, at least to a degree, the way people view OBJ, I think. Um, you know, if he gets a ring and, and helps the Rams after what happened in Cleveland and in New York versus, you, you know, this, this young up and coming offense led by Joe Burrow, cigar smoking dude and in Jamar chase, who's, you know, just taking the lead by storm. I mean, so I like that the LSU vibes and obviously there's Tyler Shelvin, there's some other LSU players, but the, the, the big time LSU for me, that's. That's kind of cool in, in the legacies, how they change with a win. I mean, this this could be Andrew Whitworth's last game, right? And so if he gets a Super Bowl, I, I think he goes into the media. I think he's been working on that. Um, but if not, he's still playing at a high level at 40. I would not be shocked if he continues to play. The only other guy from LSU that I can think of is is Thad Moss, of course, who yeah. may or may not, not play. Be not be playing. So. Okay. Now, I, I'm pretty sure he's still on injured reserve uh, on the practice squad. The practice injured, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like that one. That's a cool angle. I hadn't thought of that one. The the one that I really liked after the AFC Championship game, you had you had the reenactment of Tyler Shelvin carrying Joe Burrow in the national championship game that we yep. got after the AFC Championship game. It's like a, a mirror image almost yep. uh, of the same thing in different jerseys. That was pretty cool. Yeah, really good point. Um, mine is almost entirely Joe Burrow. When when I think about the other ones that that are competing, like. Zach Taylor, Phoenix redemption story, rising from the ashes to, to go to the Super Bowl is really cool. It's a great like, one. Yeah. You don't see coaches go from where Zach was to the Super Bowl. That that's incredibly rare. Uh, and to the point where like maybe hasn't happened. I'm not I sure. don't think it has happened. I I I'm not trying to be I don't yeah. think it's happened. I, I know teams have done it, but usually there's a new coach as part of that turnaround. Yeah. And so, like, for this coaching staff, the, the rise from the Ashes Phoenix story is pretty cool. You know, the, mm-hmm. the entire rebuild that they went through, all that stuff. That That's up there. Um, the McVay-Taylor thing is kind of cool. The Whitworth thing, I hate that they're playing against Whitworth. Doesn't change how I feel. I, I like all of you, would love to see Trey Hendrickson beat Andrew Whitworth for, like, eight sacks. Um, still wish him Only wasn't eight? quit. Yeah, I mean, you're right. How about 91? I mean, yeah. you, you get the idea though, right? Like I wish it wasn't wit, yeah. but 
um, you know, that that's one for me. The whole home game thing, two home games in a row for Super Bowl teams is a narrative. I hate it. I think it's dumb. I, I don't like that teams get to play in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. I agree with you on that part, James, because that is a real thing. I think the Bengals going out on Tuesday, maybe hopefully that helps a little bit and, and mm-hmm. gets them comfortable being there. I, I don't think it really matters. They've gone on the road the last two weeks to more hostile environments than they'll get in the Super Bowl, and they and and they've they've overcome. But for me, it's Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. For me, it's this guy who would would be, as Tom Brady pointed out, the first quarterback to win to win a Heisman, a national championship, and a Super Bowl, and would be one of very few to win a national championship and a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And he would do, join two other Joes. Yeah, Montana and and uh, Namath, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Great call. Um, and it's a Joe thing. It's we wouldn't understand thing. your name's Jake and my name's James. We yeah. have no shot. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, maybe if Goodberry was here, he would get it. But uh he doesn't have the genetics. Go ahead. Yeah. The the thing about Joe Burrow is, you know, coming off that knee, changing the franchise that Dan Patrick is like, you don't want to go play for the Bengals. Trying to trying to rally this movement, you know, pro football talk. He he's gonna force his way off the Bengals. He should go to Miami. Brian Flores is a better coach. Brian Flores, who just filed a lawsuit because his owner was paying, offered to pay him $100,000 per loss and got mad when he kept winning. And instead, Joe Burrow lands with the Cincinnati Bengals and transforms the team, transforms the image. You ask people around the, the, the United States, football fans want the Bengals to win this game. I'm pretty sure. The, the Bengals are, are America's team right now in the Super Bowl. They're, they're AFC North fans that have picked the Rams for different reasons. They're, you know, so, some people that have picked the Rams for different reasons. But I think that the Bengals are, are overwhelmingly the, the America American preference mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. And I think a lot of that is, well, one of it's the struggles of the fan base. People are happy for Bengals fans, right? The other part of that is Joe Burrow. And this kid could just have such an amazing story. And, and the Tom Brady parallels that I like so much with it being against the Rams for the, for the first one, for the start of the dynasty and all this stuff. I think that that, for me, is the most compelling thing. Even if it's not the most interesting part of this game, when you start to look at the matchups and how things are going to go and what's going to be the keys to victory, and, and I don't know that it's not. I think Burrow is obviously very important. He was on fire to win the game against the chiefs at the end of that game. But the, the whole story and mystique and, and growing legend of Joe Burrow Mm -hmm. in this game is, is incredible. And I think that that is, is the most compelling story for me. Well, if he wins, I'll tell you what the story is. It's Brady passed the baton to Joe Burrow and that Joe Burrow took it and won a super bowl at 25 years old when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. He was 24 and a half years old. At the time, was the youngest quarterback in NFL history to do so. Um, but they were both underdogs and counted out at one point or another in college, right? There's there's a lot of parallels at how they play the game. You know, Burrow's a little more athletic, but they're both super cerebral and uh, e- extremely football smart. And how they digest information and remember and their recall and their ability to read defenses. And you could go on and on and on. And I could do this for 10 minutes. I'm going to save people the spiel. But no, I, I totally agree. And so that's the narrative that happens nationally 
I promise that'll be it. And, and you've already seen it some, right? Our guy Seth Reese put together a little something, something where it was like Brady talking to, to Burrow and the captions, like you can have everything the light touches. Well, Lion to King. do that. Yeah. 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 To do that. And I love the Lion King. It's my favorite, but to do that, you got to get it done here. And uh, I think Burrow knows that. And that, that is n- no doubt. I mean, that's the fun, the, the most Bengals centric one. Right. But when you involve both teams, that that's why I want the LSU. But I know yeah. I agree with you. Like if, if, because if Burrow and I'll even add chase in this, if Burrow and chase do this now and they get it done now, if they don't get it done, then it's okay. Well, you, you, when, and what do they need to get it done? And what, what, what was the, the cause of them coming short, coming up short? All right. The Bengals need to address this, this, and this, and we can talk about that later. But if they get it done, then it's going to be, oh, my God. Can you believe when Jamar Chase is actually in his prime? Can you believe what happens when they add this and this? And again, I'm saying I'm being vague, even though I know what we're going to talk about, because I don't want to talk about it right now because we're talking about the Super Bowl. Um, that would be the fun part. And uh, hopefully that is the mood that we have here. Uh, no doubt about it. All in. Focused. Uh, dive into the playbook, Jake. We only have 10 days. Dive in right now. 10 days. Real quick, we're, we're not talking offseason yet, but I love this. Arjun Menon, who does some analytics stuff, I think he was a PFF intern, put together like a composite of offseason resources. And the Bengals ranked fifth. And this is like cap, cap space, draft capital, and ability to maximize your cap by prorating contracts, which the Bengals never do. But beside the point, the Bengals ranked fifth in resources going into the offseason mm-hmm. by far the highest playoff team the next one is the the raiders at 14 and they're in the super bowl they're in the super bowl despite yeah. having this cash of resources going into the offseason and that's because they have Bur- burrow on the rookie deal and 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 this is the time to keep it going and, and establish that that the window is obviously wide open right now right yeah, but I want to I want to dive through that wide open window and just start exactly. soaring. Yep, they, they they have their wings. Now now it's time to take flight. Yep. sixty minutes. A- AFC is going to be tough in the future. Good quarterbacks, good teams, good coaches, but you can capitalize on this opportunity, and and potentially, potentially, springboard a dynasty. A lot has to go right to get there, but I think it starts next Sunday. We've got a ton more coverage for you tomorrow. Like James said, joined by Mo Egger. Then we're heading out to LA and well, you know, there's a ton of content coming to you from radio row before the Super Bowl. until next time, Bengals fans who day and have a good one.